Here's a message from Ken Lavica. There have been some quarterback catastrophes in the NFL, but maybe none more so than one we're staring in the face. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. How long has it been, Theo? Has it been your entire lifetime that if you're... An NFL team, you absolutely cannot survive without a quarterback. I, I'm old enough to remember the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning a Super Bowl without a legitimate quarterback. Yeah, I was alive for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you I were alive for that. that. I was. Right. I was. I was a, a a conscious fan. That was like the early 2000s. Would that be the last team that didn't have? A legitimate quarterback. Because, like, Jake DeLome, that was a legitimate quarterback. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but they made it to the Super Bowl. What was the last championship team that didn't have a legitimate quarterback that would have won the Super Bowl? How do you feel about Trent Dilfer? There you go. How do we feel about Joe Flacco? No, oh, he's elite. He's elite. <laughs> okay, yeah. just wondering. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, You're the one who led us in a word association, and yeah. Theo and I took the bait. We took the bait. Uh, I suppose Trent Dilfer is, is the correct answer to that. Trent Dilfer would have been the last non-legitimate quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo came close, um, even though at that time people were his validity was still in question. We re- really realized he wasn't that guy after that year, but Garoppolo would have been the next guy. And um, but Trent yeah. Dilfer, Baltimore Ravens, that's your guy. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I'm sticking with it. That's good. That's good. Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson are your last two. Uh, your your last two remnants of uh, the days of yesteryear, uh, quarterbacks of teams that won despite having an actual real quarterback. Here's one entry. Buccaneers and at Ravens. Can I do this? Because it's kind of sacrilegious, and I know you guys aren't going to like it. Can but I guess what you're about to do? Yeah. Peyton Manning? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not wrong. I mean, you're terrible. very wrong. He was terrible that Denver year. Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning. I knew Theo was going to that place. As soon as he said sacrilege, I knew exactly what the troll was doing. Peyton Manning was a bad quarterback, not just that year, but during that playoff run. He was bad, and they won in spite of him. The season before that, didn't he throw the most touchdowns in NFL history during a season? Yeah, the season before that. So it was that still right is, there. That cliff is crazy, and he fell off of it. <laughs> Throwing ducks. Disrespectful. It's yeah. true. It's not. I'm not wrong. I, the year before that, he throws for 52 touchdowns, and the year after, he wins a Super Bowl, and we're going to call that a, a down year for him? He was it, a bad quarterback? Uh, it was a down year. He played poorly. He turned the ball over more than he scored touchdowns in that playoff run. They won in spite of him. Can we do, and Stone, I, I apologize I'm about to do this to you, but I, I need some in-show research, uh, and I'll, I'll buy you a sub or something. Uh uh, the production of Peyton Manning from his Super Bowl winning season, okay? Y'all the, don't even have to do that. I'm a certified Peyton Manning, uh, used to be hater, but now I appreciate him after the interview, but certified. Well, sure, sure. I've been doing this for years. Again, you didn't have the guts when you interviewed him to no. uh, to convey to him that you you just trash him on a regular basis. But the, the, the Super Bowl year for the Broncos, the Peyton Manning aerial uh, production versus Brad Johnson 
of the Buccaneers Ooh. in 2002 versus Trent Dilfer in the year 2000 Baltimore Ravens. Can we can we do that, Stone? I, I apologize. Yeah. Just the aerial production of those three. Because that's do, all we care about. We can do that. It's okay. not like they had a lot of ground production. Uh, no, they, like, yeah. pretty much notably none. Yeah. Um, so while Stone does that, I'm going to present to all of you, Theo Dorsey, Stone Labanowitz, Palm Beach County, the Treasure Coast, Boca Raton, Delray, Jupiter Island, Vero, Port St. Lucie, Okeechobee, whoever may be listening right now, Pahokee, Bell Glade. I'm going to present to you the worst quarterback room I have ever seen in my 39 years on this planet as a living, breathing homo sapien, an organism that has the ability to think independently. Theo, are you ready for your 2023 Arizona Cardinals through at least the first couple of weeks of this 2023 NFL season? I don't think I have a choice. Your quarterback room is the following. Josh Dobbs. He of two starts in the NFL. Clayton Toon. Town. He of zero starts in the NFL. Googie. And then... I can't, I, I don't remember, and maybe Stone, you can help if I'm pronouncing this man's name correctly. David Blau. That's Blau. Blau. That's David Blau. That's David Blau. Blau. That's Blau, formerly of the Detroit Lions. That's right. Seven uh, starts in the NFL. Seven starts? So let me once again give you, at the start of the 2023 season, after Colt McCoy was released yesterday mm. by the Arizona Cardinals, and Kyler Murray was placed on the pup list, the Arizona Cardinals, with their new head coach, the weird sound effect making Jonathan Gannon, will put out onto the field at quarterback either Josh Dobbs, Clayton Toon, or David Blau. And why do we not know who the starting quarterback of those three are going to actually start week one against Washington? Well, one, they're all bad, but two... Jonathan Gannon made sure that the world knew yesterday that he's not going to name a quarterback mm. because of competitive advantage going into week one against the Commanders. My friend, Coach Cannon, I understand what you're trying to do, but my friend, the Commanders, no matter who the quarterback is, are sitting there fearful of Josh Dobbs, Clayton Toon, or David Blau. It is official we have a legitimate quarterback crisis in Arizona. That is the worst, the worst quarterback room I have ever seen, I have ever witnessed, and I've seen a lot of them in my 39 years as a human being, but that is the worst going into a season. And if I was an Arizona Cardinals ticket holder, mm. I would say, give me my money back. That is horrific. You know what, what Ron Rivera... And uh, I don't know who the D.C. is out there in, in Washington, but uh, what the commander's team is preparing for right now is they get ready for week one of the NFL season. They're not thinking about the Cardinals. The running game. They're, they're prepping for Josh Allen. Yeah. Which is week three. By the way, it's uh, Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator. <laughs> Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. Still kicking, huh? Oh, woodchopper himself. Yeah, okay. Well there, well, there we have it. We got Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera, two masterminds, uh, what you say, in, in the NFL landscape. Both preparing for Josh Allen week three because they start the season against whoever the hell the Arizona Cardinals trot out there and then Russell Wilson 
in week two. So I think that uh, everybody's feeling pretty comfortable in Washington, D.C., whether a starting quarterback is named or not in Arizona. I was going to play the game, where did Clayton Toon go to college? Because I had no idea, but then uh, obviously uh, proud Houstonian uh, uh, Theo Dorsey knew exactly the background of Clayton Toon, so it ruined that game. We're 0 for 1 today, Stone. (laughs) Now I'll tell you what, Clayton Toon was a pretty darn good college quarterback. He threw for, I want to say over 8,000 yards in college, and I may be making that up, but I I feel like every time you saw Clayton Toon's name... He, he was breaking a Houston record, and he God. was that starting quarterback for at least three seasons. He How many a, yards did name. you say he passed for in his career? I'm going to say 5,000. I would say 10. 55. I wanted to say 10 originally. That's why I dumbed it down to eight. Yeah, actually, you should have stuck with that yeah. uh, because he because he had a COVID year. Clayton Toon threw for almost 12,000 yards yeah. in his career. That's I chickened out. I wanted to go 10. I went eight. But, yeah, he was that starting quarterback for like three whole seasons, yeah. and he was the man. He Total threw for over 4,000 yards last year. Total touchdowns, he's probably oh, – Open above uh, 100 as well. That dude was yeah was 104. Balling. Yeah, damn dude, I had no clue. Well, I was <laughs> out of tune. All right, uh, how's our, Houston, so. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. And so you you ruined my game. Sorry but but Josh Dobbs, Clayton Tune, David Blau. That's as bad as it gets. That's seven seven combined starts in a quarterback room. That's unheard of in the NFL. I've never heard of that before. College, sure. NFL, absolutely not. Also, seven starts uh, when you're playing for the Lions, I'm not sure it actually counts. So you so take those away. Two. So it's two. And those two from Dobbs with the Titans, it was only because Malik, you know, well, who was it? Vrabel wanted nothing to do with uh, putting Malik, what was it? Willis. Malik Willis back on the field again. Yeah. So Dobbs lucked into those starts. That's a bad quarterback. Oh, boy. I mean, that's as, that's as bad as it gets. Ugh. I, I was trying to think of Dolphins comparisons to this. And I always go back to Cam Cameron, thumb goes this direction. And that awful 2007 season, when you're 1-2 on the Dolphins quarterbacking depth chart, was John Beck and Cleo Lemon. Ugh. That's right. 2007, John Beck of BYU and Cleo Lemon of BAD. The whole thing was a disaster. John Beck is having balls slip out of his hands. Cleo Lemons throwing it to defenders for an entire season. The whole thing was an abject disaster. And that, to me, the Dolphins' similar nightmare quarterback situation. Arizona is rocking, at least for the first month of the season. And by rocking, I mean barely surviving with Josh Dobbs Clayton Toon and David Blau. Uh, get your tickets now. Very similar to Dolphins 2007, John Beck, Cleo Lemon. What was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback situation? What was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback situation? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. What was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback situation? And I understand that if you're a, um, if you're a Packers fan mm. or a Colts fan... Uh, your quarterback nightmare is probably a little bit different standard than the rest of our quarterback nightmares. Well, the Colts have felt it. Well, probably their quarterback nightmare is Andrew Luck retiring. Yeah, it just happened. Like, they've, they've actually, don't they, they hold the streak right now, the NFL record for most years 
consecutively with a new starting quarterback. This is going to be year number eight when Anthony Richardson starts week one. So they, they've they been feeling it the past eight but years. their starting quarterbacks have been Phillip Rivers and oh, Matt Ryan. Yeah. I mean, Phillip Rivers brought them to the postseason. These are names, but these are names that... Right, but it could be in. worse. It could be David Blau <laughs> or John Beck. Like, that's what I'm saying. It could be worse. Like, the, the, the Packers are in a quarterback nightmare, and it's Jordan Love entering his first season because everything before that's been Favre and then Rodgers. Yeah. So it's just different. different. It's different standards. Like, I grew up a Bears fan, and now I'm a supporter of the Dolphins. I'm down bad when it comes to quarterback nightmares. I've seen them all in that spot. What was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback situation? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Before we get to Theo's, and we're going to have to go back to his Panthers fandom days, because yeah. I don't think that he qualifies as now a going into a second-year Chiefs fan. He has had a legitimate quarterback nightmare, other than Patrick Mahomes spraining his ankle in the postseason. That was scary. Uh, before we go to that, Stone, you've done your research. Um, we were trying to figure out at the onset of the show, the last NFL team to win a Super Bowl without a legitimate quarterback, and we came up with Trent Dilfer Ravens, Brad Johnson Buccaneers. It has been 20 years, at least 20 years, since a team without a quote-unquote quarterback won a Super Bowl. You need a quarterback to win a Super Bowl. You can say whatever you want about Eli Manning. He checked all the boxes of being a quarterback, <laughs> and he did it twice, okay? So Theo proposed Broncos, Peyton Manning is maybe someone that would be on the precipice of this discussion. That made Stone angry. I was at least <laughs> interested in the trolling that Theo was doing, but what was the air production? Peyton Manning, his Super Bowl year, compared to Trent Dilfer, of the Baltimore Ravens, and Brad Johnson of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Before he goes, I can see the look on his face, and it's not one of triumph. It feels like one Trep of... <laughs> trepidation, uh, defeat. Like, I can tell... Concession. Yeah, I can tell that I might be right on this one, but go ahead, Snow. All right, so these numbers are pretty crazy. I uh, I definitely didn't expect them. I kind of want to play a game with you guys. Right? I'd, rather, I'd rather rattle off these numbers and have you guys try to pick which quarterback it is. Because I'll, I'll play that game. That's good. All right, let's start out with, uh, we'll just go A, B, and C in no order, no specific order. This let's is go quarterback A. A that Stone's about to mention. Quarterback A, I'm taking notes. 3,049 yards, 22 touchdowns, and six interceptions. 22 and six, you said? 22 and six, okay. I said, with a passer rating at the end of the season of 92.9. 92.9. And again, wow. your options wow. your options are Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl Ravens, Brad Johnson, Super Bowl Buccaneers, and Peyton Manning. Super Bowl Broncos, quarterback A, unnamed quarterback A, 3,049 yards, 22 touchdowns to six interceptions, and a 92-9 quarterback rating. Now, what are the numbers, Stone, for quarterback B? 1,500 yards. Ooh. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. That then Really? That's not like a postseason? It's not. I know who this is. I 12 think. touchdowns and 11 interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> Finished the season with a 71. Passer rating. Oh, my God. Uh, and now quarterback C. <laughs> quarterback C, 2,249 yards. Oh, my God. Nine touchdowns. The NFL sucks. <laughs> 17 interceptions. What? And he finished the season with a 44 QBR. Never mind. I know who that is. All right. <laughs> All right. So here's our game. 
Here's our game. Name that quarterback. Name that Woo! Super Bowl winning quarterback, hey. by the way. And you sure you had the right year? Uh, yeah, I had all those Super Bowl years. Oh so 2016, 2002, 2000. Yeah. It's ugly. All right. Uh, quarterback A, and again, this is between Peyton Manning, Broncos, 2016, champion. Brad Johnson, uh, champion quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Trent Dilfer, Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl winning quarterback. Quarterback A threw for 3,049 yards, 22 touchdowns to six interceptions, and a 92-9 passer rating. Quarterback B, I can't believe this is true. That's crazy. 1,500 passing yards. Uh, 12 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 71 passer rating. And quarterback C, 2,249 passing yards, 9 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, <laughs> and a 44 QBR. Um, All right. QBA, QBB, QBC. This is sick. All right. I am going to – here we go. I'm going to give you quarterback A. 3,049 yards, 22 to 6, 92 9. I'm going Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Theo, are you? Uh, do you like my I'm, Trent Dilfer quarterback A guess? I'm aligned with you on the Trent Dilfer pick. I'm hesitant, but I'm aligned with you on that. Okay. One. Got you guys both. Quarterback B, 1,500 yards, 12 11, 71. It's got to be Brad Johnson. It's got to be Brad yeah. Johnson. Has to be. Yeah. Because that defense was, I mean, I'd be curious if that Bucks defense scored more touchdowns than Brad Johnson was responsible for. I think it low-key came close. I remember that year, them talking about the Raiders, Buccaneers, and it being such a thing that that Buccaneers scoring defense was crazy. But And then quarterback C, 22-49, nine touchdowns to 17 picks. Holy God. 44 Woo! quarterback rating. I for Peyton Manning. <laughs> Am I right in all of those? <laughs> Dilfer, Brad Johnson, Peyton Manning, ABC. All right, C was correct. That is Peyton Manning. <laughs> he had a nine touchdown to 17 interception ratio. The I, sheriff. I kept refreshing it, hoping something was going to change. The sheriff. Nothing changed. You kept, you kept refreshing it. So I you, am a so you guys got Dilfer and Brad Johnson mixed up. So quarterback A was Brad Johnson. Quarterback B wow. was Trent Dilfer. That's got to be like, the worst modern-day quarterback line of any champion ever. Yeah, I mean... Even going back to, like, the wow. 70s. Statistically, Brad Johnson is blowing these guys out of He's the water. He's killing them. He might be... I mean, 22-6, and 3,000 yards. We might have to reclassify Brad Johnson. I think this is a battle between Peyton Manning and, right. and uh, Trent Dilfer. Right. I cannot believe that line from Trent Dilfer. That is absolutely insane. Fifteen hundred yards is crazy. I'm wondering too. Did he like get injured that year? I can't. Uh, you would, you, would, you would hope so. Yeah, you would hope so that he missed three, four, maybe five games. Now, I what's mean, our excuse for Peyton Manning? He threw more interceptions than than games uh, played that year. But, but remember, this is I, I was saying it earlier. Uh, clock management was a really good <laughs> defense. He just leaned on that defense half the time. So it was more like punts he was doing. He was like, if I throw the ball to the to right. their team. We can get our defense back on the field. I love how these stats are so ridiculous that Ken's now double checking. I'm d I, I just, I don't want to, like, I, I just, I cannot believe in stone. I promise I'm not like. No, I hear you. I'm not questioning you. I cannot believe that the, the Baltimore Ravens won a Super Bowl with their quarterback in the year 2000. Yeah. It's not like we're talking 1968, right? We're talking in the year 2000. They won a Super Bowl 
with their quarterback throwing for 1,500 yards. Like, what am I missing with that with Trent Dilfer? I think what we're missing is that his record that season was 7-1. and one. He played a total of eight games oh, that year. Okay. So there's our answer now. Injury, okay. we're not sure. I, I, I can't remember, especially me, but he was 7-1 and one that season. It so could have been anything it, there. Probably the back half of the season. Oh, all right, so Tony Banks. Tony Banks was their starting quarterback before Trent Dilfer went down. Okay. Uh, or I'm assuming Tony Banks started the other eight games. Yeah. Okay. And he, I mean, he wasn't much better. He threw for <laughs> less than 1,600 yards. Oh my goodness. So I mean, just so together they threw as much time. as Brad Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. So Brad Johnson's elite, and Peyton yeah. Manning had the yeah. worst Super Bowl year right. of all time. And Trent Dilfer would have been would have been less than Brad Johnson if he stayed on that same pace. Yeah. Brad Johnson needs to be. I I want to hereby declare Brad Johnson gets eradicated from this discussion. But but let's <laughs> let's extrapolate then. That yeah, that makes Peyton Manning the worst quarterback of the three. Then if yes. you're so 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 he was bad. We forget how terrible he was that year just because they won the Super Bowl. He was terrible. I may be willing to side with Theo that Peyton Manning is the last time a team won a Super Bowl without a quarterback. Yes, I may be willing to go to that place now. Seeing. Trent Dilfer's extrapolated 2,000 numbers, and they would have been more than Peyton Manning's 22-49, nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions. It's indefensible. Can we agree, as Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, (laughs) that Peyton Manning, his Super Bowl with the Broncos, is the last time a team without a quarterback won the championship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776 and social media at KLV1063. We have ruined Stone Lebanowitz's day. Uh, and also, Josh Dobbs, Clayton Toon, David Blau. That is a quarterback nightmare. That is an absolute quarterback nightmare. What was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback situation? For the Dolphins, it had to be 2007, John Beck, Cleo Lemon. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And social media, at KLV1063. By the way, I wasn't joking when I said that their head coach, Jonathan Gannon, the Cardinals, said he wasn't going to name a starter for week one against the commanders because of competitive advantage my man you are revealing to the world either josh dobbs clayton toon or david blau Mm. trust me when i tell you there ain't no competitive advantage to be had but here is the audio proof of coach gannon here until week one is is it a competition between josh and clayton or do you know who your starter is going to be yeah i think we got a plan in place i'm not going to name a starter because i think it's a competitive advantage for us going to washington i want to see you know both go through the next two weeks but um i think that how the plan that we have to evaluate that and to get that done and and the team knowing the why behind it i think they're comfortable with it but feel good about where it's at i don't i don't feel good where it's at actually coach gannon and if you're an nfl fan and your whole grown nfl coach uh (laughs) two weeks before the season starts refuses to give any insight into who he's naming the starting quarterback you have problems this ain't college buddy it's not a good sign. I don't think that Josh Dobbs is ready for the moment right now. He doesn't know the playbook. He just, he got, just there. got there. He just walked in the door. He doesn't know the plays. So he, he can't jog out there. I mean, obviously, this so guy's wearing a headset. It's between Toon and Blau. But right it's not now. between two because he can't because throw. Because Josh Dobbs might be the best quarterback in the room. He but he doesn't know oh anything. No. You can't throw 22 year old Clayton Toon out there. Good luck, buddy. 
after paying Kyler Murray any money. So this is going to be Josh Jobs, and he doesn't know any of the plays yet. I think he knows one play, halfback dive. Oh, he definitely. Wide zone. Yeah, like, I mean, of course. The power stretch. of prayer. <laughs> and, and, and that's what you're giving a defensive coordinator the opportunity to do. Yeah. Like, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get all your zones. You're going to get all your ices. You're going to get all the just the, the simple, you know, single-side reads from Josh Jobs. I don't really know what, what, much, what you can do here for Josh Jobs. I feel bad. Uh, going back, I'm assuming your Panthers days. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, you're going into year two of a Chiefs fandom that uh, has already netted you a championship. Oh, man, it feels good, too. It's also a lot of pressure, too. I do want to take this moment <laughs> to at least exercise that to people that think everything is cool and gravy when you have a Super Bowl championship in your first year as a fan. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure. How do I live up to that in year two? We'll just have to wait and see. Right, we will. We um, will definitely have to wait and see. But, yeah, going back to my Panthers fandom, um, there have been nightmare. quarterback nightmare scenarios left and right. In fact, the nightmare in itself when they went and got Baker Mayfield is what got me out of Panthers fandom. But I want to go specifically to the year 2021 um, when we saw a a rotation of quarterbacks that included a washed-up Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, the XFL's P.J. Walker, and then more Sam Darnold. And I think, to me, because people ask me, like, it couldn't have just been Baker Mayfield. I know that was the straw that broke the camel's back when the following offseason, the Carolina Panthers hinted at it and then finally eventually traded for Baker Mayfield and handed him the reins of the franchise. People think it's all just about Baker Mayfield, but just put yourself in my mental mindset as well. And during a season where I had to rally behind Sam Darnold to start the year, I had to endure a washed Cam Newton coming back and flirting with a with a little bit of a reunion and a little bit of happiness. I remember the I'm back. That was great. I'm back. That, it was a roller coaster ride. That I was, was that was against the Cardinals as well. Against the Cardinals. All right, setting the stage for what's to come for them. The quarterback <laughs> nightmare. Like having all of those things happen all in one season. And then again, they've got a taste of PJ Walker. To me, it just was it, it beat me down. It beat me down. It beat me down. And then finally, we, we, we settled on Baker Mayfield, and that's when I got up out of there. But there's no quarterback nightmare scenario to me that is any worse than starting with Sam Darnold and ending with Baker Mayfield. And in between, nothing better. Nothing better in between. So, yeah, I think that one's going to qualify me in this conversation. What about a quarterback conversation that starts with Baker Mayfield and ends with Kyle <laughs> Trask? Okay. I'll raise you that. Now... Now, we did find, though, the Cardinals have the one quarterback room that is worse than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think that's special. I don't think that that quarterback room that the Bucs have is all that bad, considering you have Baker Mayfield, okay? So I don't respect the slander. I don't respect any of this. I don't like the tone you're using in all this, and we can't call it a nightmare because the season hasn't started. It's a pending nightmare. It's a pending nightmare, maybe. It's like when you go to bed full of anxiety, you turn the lights off, all you see is the glare of your alarm clock with those red numbers, right? And and uh, you you hear uh, there's a tree outside your window, and the wind is blowing it into the into the window, going, tsh, 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 and you hear the and you fall asleep and immediately attacked by a demon. Just Instant. nightmare. You know it's coming. Instant. Yeah, because you're in a bad headspace. And also, let's not forget who the man uh, in charge is out there in Tampa Bay. I don't have much faith in him um, helping. Oh, the old up. quarterback whisperer, Todd Bowles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the Bucks fans and Baker Mayfield are in great hands. Going to be the only Bulls in Tampa this year. That was good, right? I like that one. Yeah, see, I think that worked. Oh, it's good. It was I, better than my out of tune. I, I, I don't get the Bulls. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I probably should have got that. Come on. Yeah. It's rough start. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, could we have some breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire? Breaking news on ESPN 1063 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. NFL rosters need to be set by 4 p.m. Eastern time on this Tuesday, and the Dolphins are on Jonathan Taylor watch. Destin Adams, Colts beat writer for A to Z Sports, tweets the following. Sources share that the second mystery team in the Jonathan Taylor sweepstakes have become a serious threat to the Dolphins to acquire the star running back from the Colts. I expect both teams to continue negotiations with the Colts today to see if a deal can be made before cutdown. And that's your breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. I didn't learn anything. It's so annoying, too. Why can't we find out who the mystery team is? Or are the Colts just lying? I was about to say that's yeah. that's an Feels obvious. Feels like the Colts lie. are kind of lying. Yeah. Like, did Joe Cronin? Is Joe Cronin? Did he? Did he? Is did he take over the Colts front office? Like, they're going to hold Jonathan Taylor hostage too. I saw someone say, "Oh, maybe this will go to the Halloween trade deadline." It doesn't do the Dolphins any good going uh, to get Jonathan Taylor at Halloween. It didn't do us any good. I it, it's not making sense to me. Also, one thing that's been overlooked in this whole Jonathan Taylor sweepstakes is the dude is actually hurt. Like. He's actually still kind of injured, and he was banged up last year. And if you are the Dolphins or the mystery team or whoever you're getting out of Jonathan Taylor, like, I mean, I hope you go into it knowing that he's probably not even starting for you for another few weeks. God. Can I also, are you invested or buying any stock in the fact that the Miles Gaskin cut? Oh, as soon as anything? I saw Miles Gaskin got cut, I'm like, here we go, making room. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> making room. But they still have four running backs on the roster. <laughs> right. So I double-checked that, and then my, my hopes fell. Uh, but as soon as Miles Gaskin, I saw that he got released, I said to myself, here we go. Oh, my God. JT's coming, baby. Let's go. And I'm the same guy. You said the Dolphins don't need Jonathan Taylor a week <laughs> ago. But if Jonathan Taylor becomes a Dolphin during this show, you bet my ass is on the bandwagon. JT, come on down. Show off your wheels in South Florida. <sighs> what was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback situation? For me, Dolphins. John Beck, Cleo Lemon. It was right when I moved down here, and it was one of the most. And I, I grew up a Bears fan. I came from the Midwest. Mm. I came from the Chicago area, and I came down here. And me, lifelong Bears supporter, walked into John Beck, Cleo Lemon, and even I said, "Boof, that's bad." Build at home, though. That is bad, bad, bad. But I have plenty of Chicago Bears quarterback nightmare scenarios to share with all of you. Do we have the time? That's the question. Um, For Theo, he was going back to his Panthers fandom days. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and that quarterback competition. Mm. That's a nightmare. Now, Stone just loves quarterbacks, so I don't know if he has a quarterback nightmare. We'll see. We'll find out. What about you? What was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback situation? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. All because the Cardinals have a Josh Dobbs, Clayton Toon, David Blau quarterback room. Yikes. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle 
Join replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. What was your NFL team's nightmare quarterback scenario? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. By the way, we've determined through Ken Levick Alive show digging, through research, mm. that the 2016 Denver Broncos with Peyton Manning are indeed the last NFL team officially to win a Super Bowl without a real quarterback. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. We put it out on social media, the, uh, the question that sort of popped out of nowhere to us. At the onset of the show, the last NFL team to win a Super Bowl without a real quarterback. We're getting a lot of bucks with Brad Johnson. But Brad Johnson, as our crack researcher Stone Lebanowitz found, uh, Brad Johnson threw for three... What was it? Uh, which one was he? 3,000 yards. <laughs> 22 to 6 touchdown interception ratio and a 92 9 quarterback rating. That's kind of real to me when you compare him to Peyton Manning, 2,249 yards, nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions, 2016 Denver Broncos. So I think that takes Brad Johnson out of that discussion. Now, Trent Dilfer, as we discovered, threw for only 1,500 yards. For the 2000 Ravens team, 12 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 71 quarterback rating. But that was in eight games because he split time with Tony Banks. Eight starts. Uh, Played in 11 games overall. You extrapolate that if he made 16 starts, that's 3,000 yards. That's way more than the 2249 for Peyton Manning. So I think that takes Trent Dilfer off the list because we got a a lot of Trent Dilfer uh, as well. We also do need to take into effect or take into uh, consideration the errors that these quarterbacks did it in. Like Nonsense. Trent, Trent Dilfer doing it in that era, I would say Peyton Manning's stat line looks even worse because he did that in 2016 when I'm we were throwing you. the ball all over the field. I'm with you. Yeah, like I think it's even worse on Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning did that in 2000. Because he did it in the, the peak of the passing era of yeah. the NFL. Like if you look at his numbers compared to whoever won the MVP in 2016, like – I bet they, Drew Brees might have threw for like 5,000 passing yards that year. Nick Foles, because we're getting Nick Foles here. Nick Foles threw uh, for, he made he made uh, five starts. Five starts, threw for 1,413 yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions. So he wasn't, um, he wasn't amazing by any stretch of the imagination. But again, you extrapolate that. Like, again, five games, 10 games, 15 games. So he's over. He's he's well over three thousand yards in that spot too. But he also had a really good Super he had Bowl. A, he had a really good postseason. He had a really good Super Bowl. He hung up like forty points, right? Yeah. Just to pay, you know, I guess further homage to uh, Brad Johnson here. I just went and looked back at last year's Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, the season that he had, twenty-two to six touchdown interception ratio wow. and thirty-seven hundred yards, sixty-six QBR. So. Brad Johnson was elite. Brad so Johnson. If, if we talk about Jalen Hurts and him getting paid after last season, I mean, come on, Brad. And, and and if ESPN has him, is the third best player in their top 100. Yeah. Which I mean, let's 
like calm down a little bit. But uh, you got to give love to our quarterback daddy, Brad Johnson. He is. I'm going to change the way I view Brad Johnson going forward. I think because it was it was also so long ago, and that defense was so ferocious in the run game that we forget Brad Johnson. Yeah. Pretty solid quarterback. Absolutely. Hey, real quick, do we want to check in on Undisputed? Uh, now featuring Skip Bayless, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, Richard Sherman, and Michael Irvin. Should we uh, Should we check in on them? This is day number two of their new lineup, their can't-miss lineup, the direct competition to ESPN's first take. Uh, they're having a lot, a lot of, I've, I've heard, a lot of strong debate, a lot of strong banter. A lot of real strong takes. Stone, can we can we check in here on Undisputed and just see how it's going? I told him, I said, listen, man, with all these people around you, learn to catch this ball in your body. So so in your hands, you tighten up, ball goes through you. Or you tighten up, ball That's hits the, the ground. That's the worst advice so, I've so, ever so, heard so, so from a receiver. Don't catch it with your hands. Catch it with your body. How you going to tell me that's the worst advice? I'm playing only one of the best to ever do it and play that What game. I'm saying I, is, you're, well, I don't know how you, you can say catch it advice. with your body and, and not your hands. It led to championships on every level. What I'm talking about doing, I want championships on every level doing. I don't know how you're going to say that. What is Michael Irvin talking about? that bad advice? Because if you're telling kids to catch with their body and not their hands, you got to listen to what I'm saying. What I'm saying, I play quarter. If you catch it in your body, you bring it in that close. Is Skip still on the show? Every single time. I'm getting that out of my Is this every segment? Oh my God! All right, well that was a con- that that was a conversation about catching it with your hands or your body. That's what that led to. I, I, uh, I guess. Holy Lord! But if you are good, good on Skip Bayless because I feel like the old Skip he interjects there when you got a Hall of Fame corner and a Hall of Fame receiver debating about how to catch the football. Maybe you do sit down and shut up. Maybe. Well, maybe it was a better discussion, a little bit more discernible uh, when they, they talked about what's a more difficult position, wide receiver or, or corner. Let's check in on Undisputed. I'll say something to piss you off right now. What's that? Maybe. What you got? A corner is a harder position. See, now I got to go, Mike. I got to get it. This ain't rehearsed. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this with you. Why are you talking I swear it's not rehearsed. No, hold on. This ain't rehearsed. But I promise you. This ain't rehearsed. Hold on, hold on. They're swearing. Skip, skip. Let me. Huh. This is day two. (laughs) I heard that uh, Richard Sherman made a a pretty good non-homophobic joke. So at least they got that going. Let's let's check in on that. I'm dropping it. You came hard. (laughs) Okay. The pause is cleared, though. Yeah. Pause is cleared. It's just when you say the 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 you know the other one when you say no yeah before yeah that's pause has been cleared. Okay. I'm dropping it. You came hard. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh boy, Stephen A. I think you're okay, pal. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a single thing they said other than than Michael Irvin dropping uh, dropping a swear word on FS1. I got to tell you, though, I'm more interested on the, the ins and outs of catching a football more so than I am the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, come on. Let's be real. You know what we're going to do? We're going to start a segment called Ken Disputed. And what we're going to do is just yell at each other for three straight minutes. Do that. About something. Get we'll find out. Up. If they can do it, we can do it. Like, that's the formula, I suppose. They're on network television. 
So can dispute it. It is. If all you gotta do is bring up a an average or mediocre quarterback and tell Stone why he's gonna be bad this year, and then you, we're on. You can get him riled up. And then yeah. we're on. Yeah. Uh, Stone, I'm curious. What was? Uh, you don't really have an NFL team. What is a quarterback nightmare that you went through? A quarterback nightmare, NFL quarterback nightmare, where you said to yourself, this is bad. Like for me, Dolphins, Cleo Lemon, John Beck, bad. Bad, 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 bad. That's a quarterback nightmare, a legitimate quarterback nightmare. A tune to Josh Dobbs, Clayton Tune, and David Blau going into the season for Arizona. When you have a Baker Mayfield and a Sam mm. Darnold as your options in, in Carolina, that is a nightmare. If you just woke up out of a coma, by the way, say over the last three years, like you got struck across the head, okay? And and you were in a coma the last three years, uh, and, and you wake up, and you see your wife's pretty face, you see your kids, and you're like, oh, my God, Billy, Jane, uh, Bobo, I missed you guys. How long was it? And your wife's like, you've been out for three years. And you're like, who were the top two quarterbacks with the San Francisco 49ers? And she goes, Oh, it's uh, it's Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. Ugh. You'd immediately say to yourself, "Oh my God, that's terrible!" Without having any knowledge of of what Brock Purdy did last year. Uh, I'm sorry, just a little role play there. What is your quarterback, your NFL quarterback nightmare? This one was tough, and when I think back to it, I I, I shake a little bit. I, I get the sweats. It was when Aaron Rodgers entered the darkness retreat, right when everything was unknown, where he was going to be if he was going to continue playing football in the National Football League. Uh-huh. I think that's when I questioned everything. You got the shakes? You legit got the shakes? I did. I did. I wasn't sure where Aaron was going to be, you know, who was going to host him and, and who I was going to be a fan of, right, where I was picking up and moving all my things. So I think when he entered the darkness retreat and was 90% into retirement and 10% still wanted to play football, I think that's when my quarterback nightmare happened. I didn't know where I was going to turn to. Luckily, Baker Mayfield didn't have to be my first option because I have Aaron Rodgers. So uh, I'm fine. I sit pretty in this one. I'm not like you guys. I, I don't hang out there. I don't know how the weather is down there. I, I sit up top here with the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, I'm with the Chiefs, uh, number one. Number two, I do have to ask, was it really 90-10? Those are his words. Those aren't mine. Yeah, he said that. He's lying. Those so are Aaron he's Rodgers' He's obviously words. lying, but we're yeah. going to buy into that? He's 90-10. There was a 10% he, chance he'd come full back. Of crap. We haven't bought into that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think hearing it, there was some shock value to it. But yeah. none of us bought into the fact that he was 90%. And we know it was the other way around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jamie messages in uh, Drew Brees versus Dante Culpepper for the Dolphins. That was the quarterback nightmare. <sighs> yeah. Is it a nightmare because they didn't go with Drew? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. That, that's exactly why. And that was Saban's call, That's right? That, uh, that was that was Saban. <laughs> Old football coach. Uh, also on social media at KLV1063 GT, Dan uh, Dan Marino retired and then gestures broadly at everything that's happened to the Dolphins since. Fair enough. Very fair. Uh, TM messages Skylar Thompson when Tua is out for a period of time. Boy, mm. we've got some cynicism. I can't imagine. I mean, who else was cynical about the Dolphins yesterday? I have no idea. Couldn't have been you. Uh, the Fighting Owl says, giving Ryan Tannehill seven years. Oh, my God. Dolphins fans are unhappy. Uh, Todd says, Dolphins, 1996 to 2019. Mm. Boy. I, I want to remind everybody. Like, Dolphins fans, I know you've got it bad. I know you've got it bad. But growing up in Chicago, let me tell you, the Bears are the epitome of NFL quarterback nightmare. Don't even do that. They've had Moses Moreno. 
as their starting quarterback. They had Mike Glennon as their starting quarterback. Jonathan Quinn as a legitimate option to be their starting quarterback. In fact, get this. In 1994, the Bears won a playoff game with Miami great and former Cardinal Newman head coach Steve Walsh as their quarterback. Wow. Okay? They did not win another playoff game until 2006 with Rex Grossman yeah, yeah. as their quarterback. Between that, their only other playoff appearance was in 2001, and they had a platoon between Shane Matthews and Jim Miller. The Bears are the epitome of quarterback poverty. You're lucky you didn't skip over Rex Grossman. Like, he wasn't a stud. I was a Rex Grossman fan. I was a huge fan of He's Rex. The top three Bears quarterback all time. Yes. He is. I'm not even saying and that. No, it's, it's true. Yeah. I know. It's sad. Who, who, who's so, three on that list? If one's Jim McMahon, two's Rex Grossman. Well, Rex Grossman Brisky. was arguably better than Jim McMahon. Jim I believe McMahon won it. a title. Trubisky. He brought you out to the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> I, Can I raise you a city? Because there sure. is there is one franchise, a Midwestern franchise, who went through such a poor gamut of quarterbacks that they gave an alleged sex offender – the most guaranteed money of all time, oh, just to save them out of that poverty. Uh, good point. And that would be the Cleveland Browns, who uh, were famous for that one jersey that you know the jersey with like seventeen names on it of all the quarterbacks they tried out. I mean, Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I can't even think. Was, did, did Josh Dobbs have a run over there in Cleveland? Yes, yes. Josh Dobbs is part of that. Uh, there's the kid from Brandon Whedon. At one point, they drafted a 29 year old quarterback. A, that's not a kid. I was. Like, yeah, I'm was sorry. A man. <laughs> Uncle, grandpa, like the Browns quarterback situation in this in my whole lifetime has always been a joke. And it's still a joke, even though they have a guy that should be a franchise quarterback right now. So I think they would be right up there with the Bears. Oh boy. This, that Bears thing. This, this this reminds me, Ken, I I wanted to ask you about this last night. I was watching the Bishop Sycamore documentary on, on, on Max. Oh, BS last High. Night. By BS the High. way, that guy who who ran BS High or whatever, Bishop Sycamore, what an abject scumbag. He should be banished. He should be in prison. He should be banished. He should be something further than prison. I, I couldn't there's gotta believe be mental, my eyes. There's got to be mental illness there, right? He's admitted he's to the a, mental he's illness. He's a narcissist. He is just a disaster. Sociopath, the whole thing. I, I was, Check the I was box. in shock. I mean, it's insane. I wish he was banished to an, an, an entirely different country. That was an island. If you haven't seen it, it's on Max BSI, the uh, following Bishop Sycamore. But he had mentioned, and, and Bomani Jackson was kind of doing Bomani, cameos. Bomani, Bomani, Bomani Jones. No. I don't know who Bamani Jack is. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the opposite of, uh, I he think, made whitewashing. Let me Somehow see Bomani- he made Bomani Jones's name sound more black. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. Yeah. You could have made Bomani Washington, maybe. I'm like, how <laughs> no. blacker can you make Bomani black Jones's name? name? but make it blacker. He's like, I got one. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Bomani. I just want to even use the last name at this point. Huge fan. But... He had mentioned something about the Browns, and they got into Hugh Jackson and his time in Cleveland because then now he's over there at Grambling State. And he said, you know, Hugh Jackson, when, when you think about Cleveland, you think about, you know, the quarterback development they had over there, that Hugh Jackson. And I, I paused, like, okay, hold on. Like, is that a known thing? Did I not know that Hugh Jackson was really good with quarterbacks in, in Cleveland, that he developed all these quarterbacks into stars? I was like, what are we doing here, Bomani? Is this – what did I not know? Was I not aware? I've heard I've actually heard a similar thing about Hugh Jackson, but I haven't seen the results either. Is this a did you research it afterwards? Or? I, I, didn't, I didn't need to. I just know who the Cleveland Browns list of quarterbacks that's similar to what you just rattled off. I just didn't know how you get this reputation. It's like uh, Jeff Fisher. Like, oh, uh, oh, the quarterback whisperer. Uh, who who did he ever develop? At least he won something or almost won something. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. 
I mean, Steve McNair, he can take credit for Steve McNair. That's pretty good. Okay, so that's what they hang on to then. When we come back, which quarterbacks can Hugh Jackson claim? Also, Stone the Banowitz had a run-in with the police. Mm. And I don't know. uh, This is not one of those things where Stone told us the story. And I'm like, oh, this will be good for air. I have not heard this story at all. So you'll be hearing this for the first time along with Theo and I. And I can't even imagine what's about to happen on this radio show. Good thing his name isn't Stone Jackson. Yeah. Is that? Stomani. <laughs> Stomani Jackson. You really would have been in trouble. He's here with us right now. Uh-huh. He's good. He's uh, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I I don't... Hugh Jackson had uh, RG3 for a spell. Come on. Kevin Hogan, Cody Kessler, Josh McCown, and Charlie Whitehurst. Whitehurst, man. Whitehurst had a... Like a, a fleeting moment of glory, I think, <laughs> in 2016 with the Browns. I, I, this is all off of Bomani Jones, who Stone believes is named Bomani Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Claim, it was in this BS High documentary. Yeah, it was. That, that Hugh Jackson did an okay job developing quarterbacks with the Browns. He said, he, when you think of the Cleveland Browns and Hugh Jackson, you think of quarterback development. And that's like, I was like, I just I didn't never, know that. I think of 0-16. So do I. And then him saying uh, after they went 0-16, hey, man, there's only one man who can uh, who can do this with this franchise. No, I could have done that. Um, then there was Deshaun Kaiser, <laughs> Cody Kessler. <laughs> I mean, what am I missing here? And then 2018... Uh, you of course had the uh, the Baker Mayfield, Drew Stanton, Tyrod Taylor. I, I guess they became more serviceable because they got a number one overall pick. I don't know. Uh, Bamani, I, I, Bamani knows more than me. I'm sure. Carson Palmer in 2016 to 2017, 2018. No, Jackson was the wide receivers coach. Yeah, he worked with Joe Cincinnati. Flacco with the Ravens. But again, like I thought Jason it was Campbell. Cleveland. You were talking about Cleveland. They, Andy Dalton. They they talked about Cleveland. I, I maybe they got into how he was able to develop quarterbacks, know. but he it was his Cleveland stint. Who cares? I think maybe he got his Cleveland stint on the back of what he did before Cleveland as a uh offensive. And assistant. they brought him in saying you can fix all of our quarterback problems. Yes. But then they started giving him uh people like Cody Kessler and and Kevin Hogan and Brock Osweiler, and I don't think it worked out for Hugh Jackson. No. No. Uh, why did Stone have a run-in with the cops? We'll tell you in just about two minutes. Joe in Jupiter here on Ken Levick Alive. Joe, what's your what was your team's quarterback nightmare, you being a Cowboys fan? Uh, thank you for me, bring, bringing back some terrible memories for me. Just terrible. I mean, just awful. Y'all remember when the Cowboys went 5-11 three years in a row after the Aikman days when he couldn't walk anymore? Yeah. Might not. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember a very mid to below mid era for the Cowboys. Yes. Oh, it was just look at the Cowboy quarterback situation from 2000 nope. to 2006 when uh, Parcells finally gave Tony Romo a chance. I'm just going to name these names for you from 2000, 2001, 2002, real quick. And all these guys actually started games at least two because nobody could last more than four games because they all sucked. I'll just give you these names real quick. You might not have even heard of them. Uh, let's go with Anthony Wright, 
Yep. Quincy Carter. Hey, hell, hold on. Pump the brakes. Stop there. <laughs> Quincy Carter was a dog. Okay. Quincy Carter was a dog. Don't he do was, him like that. Dallas did him wrong. No, I, love, I, I have heard interviews from him since, and he's a good guy. I, he's done a lot of things with the community. I think he's in Houston, to be honest. I don't know that. But I've heard, don't I'm, let not, I'm Theo, just talking about. Don't let Theo brainwash you. Quincy, Quincy Carter, Carter was, was good. mid. He was good. And the Cowboys did wrong no. by him, but you can keep going with the rest well, of the Is game. there a Drew Stanton okay. sighting somewhere in her? <laughs> okay, Chad Hutchinson. Okay. Ryan Leaf, Clint Sterner, you've probably never heard of, but he literally started three games. Drew Henson, Vinny Testaverde. Drew Henson, was out there. I was and Drew Bledsoe when he was too old to walk. Right. Which, right. you know, I'm not saying anything bad about these guys. That's what we went through for five years, which was absolutely miserable. Um, but that's my take. No, that's good. I that's like good. it. I like it. I was a bit Quincy Carter was a was a was a dude back then, man. Nobody's on the Quincy Carter train? No. Nope. I know people that defected from the Cowboys as fans when they gave up on Quincy Carter. Sure, he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot for the community. Right, right. Hey, you know when somebody goes right to the community work, it, it was a, it was, it was, it was it a was, failed stint. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. Sorry, Quincy. Uh, I tried. Stone, what happened with you and the police? Is this is this is this something serious? Something that you're gonna get in trouble for? It's not something serious at all. I just thought you guys would enjoy the story here, and I'll make it quick. We had to jump to a break, but this was last night, or this was actually Monday, Sunday night. I apologize, Sunday night. Um, wow, uh, you guys, you guys are gonna love this. So, whenever my girlfriend's not in the house, that's when I usually hop on the sticks. That's when I play video games, right? So she was at a family dinner, so I decided let me play some chill. I'm gonna hop on some NHL. Obviously, I'm doing my some thing. Chill. We've gotten to hop on the sticks and play some chill oh within seven seconds. That's what I do. I'm about, to, bro. I'm about to blast my face through <laughs> I, the computer monitor I, in front of me. I, I'm, I, I'm not a nerd. I don't play video games, and my girlfriend's at home, right? Jump it's just something I, I feel lame doing. So whenever she's gone, that's when I get it in. That's All when right. I get it in. Come on, boys. Here we go. Let's take the ice. <laughs> Playing for about an hour and a half. I think my girlfriend's home. I hear knock, knock, knock on the door. I, I'm shirtless. I'm in my, my, my Tommy boxers. Uh, what I do is I, I, I open the door, but I turn back and run because I'm in the middle of a game oh my back God. to my bedroom. And I say, hi, babe. And I'm prancing around like, like, a, like, a little, like, a, like a little girl. I'm prancing around. Hi, babe. And uh, the door closes and nobody comes in. And I say, oh, that's weird. She must be holding things in her hand. So I kick the door open and it's two, two police officers. Oh and I was like, "What's up, boys?" I was like, "This is this is." I was like, "This is uh, this is uh." I apologize for calling where, you guys, babe. Where are they standing? Right at the front door. Right at their front door. So you kicked your front door open. I kicked it open like I like I have my headset on. I'm talking to the boys. Like I'm like, we can't pause it. Right, we're in the middle of the game. They're uh, skating around, so they're chatting. And, I and kicked, you're in your underwear. And I'm in my underwear. And you were just prancing around your apartment, calling them babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> hey, yep. babe. Yep. And then I, I kicked the door open. I went, oh, oh, okay. So I put the headset on my neck, and I was like, what's going on, boys? <laughs> and then they're like, we, we have a, uh, a report of a male screaming, oh. uh, like, like domestic violence. And uh, I was like, well, that's not going on here. What I'm doing is playing Xbox. <laughs> and, and both of the cops started laughing, and the one cop goes, what are you playing? And I was like, I'm playing chill right now. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I haven't played chill in a while. And they, he was sitting there. So we get into like a five-minute conversation, and he's like, dude, you don't even want to know what I do what? when I'm playing Apex Predators. And he's talking about his video game, and he's like, dude, I can imagine what's going on in there. What's the score? And he's talking to me, and I was like, boys, I'm not going to lie. I'm in the middle of a game right now. I was like, I got, can't really do this. But I was like, I apologize to you. And I just thought it was really embarrassing. I thought it definitely, you know, it's pretty depictive of, of my character. But we just chatted about video games for five, ten minutes. He's like, I can imagine, dude. I was like, I'll try to keep it down. 
was like, I'm pretty embarrassed. He's like, don't be, dude. You should see us. You should see us when we play. And it's the two police officers talking to me about how they play Xbox as well. They're like, you PlayStation or Xbox? I was like, come on, boys. You know the vibes? And I'm holding up the, the controller. And they're like, all right, all right. I'm giving knuckle bumps to the police officers in my Tommy oh boxers. My they're not even boxers. They're briefs. So I'm out and about with the <laughs> oh cops right God. here. Oh, my God. Just so you're just, you're just chatting it up. Yeah, that, that's the first <laughs> thing that comes to my mind. Two Americas. Theo would have been face down on the floor. Dude, like, I heard yelling. Get him. Whoa, whoa, sir. I'm just playing some chill. What the heck is chill? Face down on the floor, guns drawn. Meanwhile, Stone is in his boxers dapping up the cops. <laughs> talking about NHL on Xbox. Come on in, babe. Come on. Hi, babe. Holy Lord. Holy Lord. Oh, I don't know if that dude. story is funny or depressing or both. Trying to fully consume that. Did y'all win the game? Uh, we ended up winning that game, yeah. Yeah, and my boys were there listening to the cops the whole time. I was like, I apologize. I was like, no, that was hilarious. Oh, my God. I just God. thought you guys would get a kick out of that. Um, that when we come back, when we come back, Stone Lebanowitz has some advice for Matthew Stafford, of all people. Also, we have depth chart drama throughout college football and the NFL, and we'll check in on Undisputed again as well. We have a lot to do, including Mario Cristobal. I hate to do this. I got to call out Mario. <sighs> One man's got to do it. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Kellen Vick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs>